Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so I'm down here at Trump Doral in Miami speaking at AmpFest, and we just had an incredible golf tournament to raise money for wounded veterans. It was a celebrity pro-am. We had a lot of great PGA Tour professionals that decided to come out and help us raise money uh, for our veterans, and it was an incredible event. And while you're playing golf with different people, right, they, they want to ask you political questions. And the question that I kept getting asked over and over again, because I played with a couple of different groups, was, dude, what is going on with Joe Biden? Like, does this guy even know what's happening? Like, ben, do you really think that he's in charge right now? Do you, does he even have any clue what's really going on? And, and I was laughing because when I was playing, and again, we're, we're, we're raising money for, for veterans, okay? Code of Vets, by the way, if you have not uh, ever looked at what they do, they take money and they support veterans. I'm going to just hit a pause button in my, my Joe Biden conversation just to tell you about this real quick because uh, they take, of all the money that they get in, only 2% goes to their operating costs, which is just incredible. And they do things like if you have veterans that are being evicted, they get you money. If, if, you are, if you're a veteran, you're thinking about... Uh, taking your own life, they will get you the help you need, like instantly, right away. This is the this is the okay. You're about to lose your car, which means you're going to lose your job, and they will help you keep that car so you can keep your job. This is the type of things that Code of Vets does, and they help people with mental health issues that so many that serve our country deal with. And I just want to say to these guys that we raised money for them today. I, it was an honor. It was a privilege. Uh, to be a part of this. And we're going to be doing more with them. Uh, they inspired me. 
Dakota Vets inspired me. And I just want to tell you about them real quick so that you'll go find them. So find Code of Vets. Please donate. They're doing amazing work. And like I said, only 2% of their donations is what goes to to deal with their, their operating costs. So you know when you give money, you're actually helping real veterans who desperately need our help. So help. So check them out. Now, so we're playing in this golf tournament, right? And how they do it is you have a celebrity. I'm, I'm, I'm the political celebrity, right? They asked me to host this golf tournament. And I was able to get some of these PGA Tour guys. And it doesn't matter who I met today. They were all asking the same question about Joe Biden. Like, what is going on with this guy? And I'm laughing because you've seen these pictures that have come out of Joe Biden. There's a fake White House set that they're using. They, they put it in the old executive office building. And the only reason why I know that is because when I worked with the Bush administration, you can tell what the room is. It's the auditorium at the, in the EEOB, which is right next door to the White House. It's connected basically uh, and, and, you know, not not like covered patio. It's two separate buildings, but it's right there. When, you know, we used to laugh, the biggest lie in D.C. was, oh, I work at the White House. No, you don't. You work in the EOB at the White House compound. You don't work in the White House. Like hardly anybody works in the White House itself. Everybody else, EOB. Nothing wrong with it, but, you know, real estate in D.C. is everything. How close you are to the Oval Office and and to the president is, is like your street credit. So everybody's like, oh, I work in the White House. Like, yeah, no, no, you don't. You work down the street at 1700 Penn or in the EEOB. You, you, you never go in the White House. And it was like the, the, the best running joke of the whole thing. So a lot of bigger events you also have at the EEOB where you can't fit a bunch of people in the White House. And if you've ever been in the White House, the White House is obviously impressive, very cool. But it's not like a big place. It's a house, right? And the Oval Office is even tight. When I was there with President Trump at his last um, State of the Union address, we were all in there the day before the, his State of the Union address. And it's not a big, I mean, the Oval Office, when you put, you know, 10, 15 people in there, it gets pretty, it gets pretty tight. So Joe Biden now has done something that I've never seen a president do. They have built fake sets that look like he's in the White House to go next door to the White House to then address the country, like do press conferences, get his booster shot and things like that. And, and, and it's, it's like, who's in the Oval if this guy's always over here in the fake White House? I mean, it's like a movie set, like the West Wing. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And I laugh because it's like Joe Biden's like, oh, I'm at the White House. No, you're not. You're next door. And it's like, no, no, no I can fake you out. I don't know any president that would actually think this is a good idea to, to go next door and then build a set, a set that is like a set that you would have for an actual movie. And then to do the business of TV there, I, it, it, it defies me. And so we were talking about this. I'm laughing. I'm like, dude, this guy didn't even, I don't, I'm not even sure he knows how crazy this is, right? I think they've literally, like, they, they've convinced this guy to just go wherever they tell him to go, to say whatever they tell him to say. And then when he gets off script, like I'm going to play some audio of, you're, you're there just scratching your head like, what in the hell is even going on with this guy? Is he really even running the country? Now, if you are listening to this, by the way, please do me a favor. Hit the share button uh, and, and share this with your friends. Like, hit that little arrow. Please tell others about this podcast. So, Because I'm going to pray you some audio of Joe Biden basically losing his mind, okay? Now, this was the other day. Joe Biden defended his social agenda bill saying, the bill will cost nothing. Now, at first, I, I actually thought he was, like, trying to Jedi mind trick us. Now, looking at the last 72 hours, I, I really think he's just out of his mind. I actually believe he's dumb enough to actually think that you can raise taxes by trillions of dollars 
and somehow that means we're not raising taxes at all. They would cost zero because he kept saying it. And, I, and I'm like, I, don't, I, I really don't think that his staff is telling him to go out there and tell people that, you know, hey, go out. Th- I, I, I have a hard time buying. There's an there's a actual comms meeting with Jen Psaki, and I've, I've worked with Jen, all right, at CNN. Uh, she's, she, she knows what she's doing. I'm not saying she, she does a good job. She's a hard job every day when we look at Joe Biden, the state of Joe Biden. But my point is, I don't think there's like a meeting that took place. The White House like, hey, let's get Joe Biden to go out there and say that raising taxes by and, and doing trillions in spending is going to cost you zero. I actually think Joe Biden is, is this dumb right now. Like he's just losing his mind because people like Saki at the White House know at some point the wheels are going to come off of this. So so don't set yourself up for disaster, right? Now, take a listen. This is Biden in his own words trying to convince you. And I think he actually believes that, no, no, I can I can actually have a budget that's in the trillions and, and, and it'll cost you zero dollars. We talk about price tags. The, it is zero price tag on the debt. We're paying. We're going to pay for everything we spend. So they say it's not, you know, people, understandably, well, you know, it started off at $6 trillion, now it's $3.5 trillion, now it's going, is it going to be $2.9? It's going to be zero. It's, it's going to be zero. Now, when you hear that, and a couple days ago, and I need to apologize to all you guys, I've always been authentic with you, I'll always tell you if I'm wrong. A couple days ago, I actually thought he was trying to Jedi mind trick us. After the last 72 hours of just the babbling that he's done, Right, the, 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 just just babbling and babbling and babbling. I, I, I'm I'm wrong, folks. I think he's actually just out of his mind. You look at Biden even defending the harassment of this U.S. senator. I'm going to play that for you now. Another example. I actually don't believe that Joe Biden is dumb enough to say that it happens to everyone. Like it, it is what it is. Being harassed being stalked into a bathroom stall, and this is a Democrat woman, right? They're supposed to be the party of women. I I really think he's just on the fly, just making it up as he goes because he has no idea what he did yesterday or what he did an hour ago or what he did five minutes ago. Like, I actually believe Joe Biden is literally losing his mind in real time. Listen. I don't think they're appropriate tactics, but it happens to everybody. From The the only people it doesn't happen to are people who have Secret Service standing around them. Um, so uh, it's, it's, it's part of the process. Yes, sir. It's part of the process. So, so, so he's now just saying, like, hey, you can harass any elected official. It's part of the process. It happens. Unless you got Secret Service, it's just going to happen. It's part of the process. So, so stalking a United States senator into a bathroom, protesters meeting her at the airport and stalking her to her gate, screaming at her, yelling at her, all of this. Uh, you know, cinema accosted on her flight by illegal immigrants. All this content is like, it's just part of the, it's part of the process here. You know, the other day, Joe Biden, and I'm, I'm connecting these dots and I'm giving this to you in real time. But the other day, Joe Biden said to the American people, he's getting his booster shot at, at the fake White House set in the EOB. Instead of doing this like in the Oval Office or in the actual White House, like let's build a set. And your tax dollars paid for this crap, okay? Your tax dollars actually went to build a movie set 
of the White House instead of using the actual White House for him to get his booster shot and to do different events. And so he's there. He's got his mask on, right? He's getting his booster shot. And he said something. And, and, and again, I, I really do believe that he's just losing his mind. Because Joe Biden isn't like this candid with us. He says 97 to 98% of Americans must be vaccinated for us to return to normal. I would argue now that is not something Joe Biden would have ever said two years ago, six months ago, five years ago, certainly not 10 years ago. I mean, this, this guy's been around for 40 plus years. He knows Washington. He was a very formidable adversary in the Senate and and whooped some serious A of a lot of men and women that served in Congress, okay? Joe Biden didn't stick there for, didn't become the president by accident. The guy had game. He's just losing his mind now. And we're witnessing in real life because the Joe Biden that I knew and fought against when I lived in D.C., even when Bush was president, would have never said something like this. 90, you, you don't get your life back until 97, 98% of Americans are vaccinated and then you get to return to normal. Like, And I'm sure they're cringing at the White House when he says things like this. Like At first, I'm like, wow, this guy is a total dictator. And then I'm like, guys, I think I got this wrong. I think he's just insane. I think the people at the White House are beating their heads against the wall when he says crap like this because they're like, why is he saying this again? Why is the old man going out there on the fake set of the White House while we actually are at the White House? We're leaving the White House to go to a fake set that we create a movie set of the White House next door to get the president his jab, his booster, and then why does he say this? Because there's no one that wants to defend this in the White House. Be very clear. Nobody thinks this is a good idea to just go out there and say this. Yet there he is, Joe Biden, saying it. How many Americans need to be vaccinated for us to go back to normal? Like, what is the percentage of total vaccinations that have to be deployed? Well, I think, look, I think we get the vast majority, like is going on in some of the, some industries and some schools, 97, 98%. I think we're going awful close. And, uh, but I'm not the scientist. Uh, uh, I think, but one thing for certain, a quarter of the country can't go unvaccinated. And that's not continuing yeah, so 97, 98% of Americans must be vaccinated for us to return to normal. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go look... Add a video, all right? Every one of you, because I want you to look at this video because it's it's the real, raw, authentic Joe Biden. There's a video uh, a couple years ago with Jay Leno. Jay Leno. I think it was Jay Leno's Garage with Colin Powell and Joe Biden, and they were racing cars with Jay Leno. Go find it on YouTube or wherever and watch that Joe Biden because that is the Joe Biden that had a 39-year career in politics, and that's the guy that he used to be. Now, I want you to watch that video because it had nothing to do with politics. He's hanging out with Jay Leno and Colin Powell. He's wearing his aviators. He's racing. I think it was a Corvette, if I remember correctly. Go, go back and watch that, okay? And I want you to look at the cognitive difference in just the mannerisms, the walking, the actions, everything of the Joe Biden with Jay Leno, Colin Powell, and the Joe Biden that's running the United States of America right now. They are not the same person. Okay, let's let me make that fundamentally clear. They aren't even close to the same person. Go look at it. Now, another example of where it's very clear that this guy's not running the country right now is what just happened with France. If you look at what just happened with France and with a massive diplomatic blow-up where they pulled their ambassador to the United States of America because of this deal with these submarines, and we found out today from John Kerry, okay, that in an interview, that Kerry said he 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 was shocked to find out that Joe Biden didn't know anything about this disaster with one of our allies in France. He didn't know what was going on. Now, John Kerry, I, I think, was just telling the truth because there's no other way to explain this. Like, you're trying to explain away a massive diplomatic problem. You've got France furious. You have this submarine issue that is a... I mean, a 
diplomatic nightmare. You've got a State Department scrambling. This all while what just happened in Afghanistan. You've got all of our allies. They're like, what the hell is wrong with America? And then you got John Kerry out there. He's like, hey, like, our president didn't even know about this. Now, I, I can't believe he was this honest about it, to be, to, to be honest with you. I was in total shock that he was this honest. And I'm not the only one picking up on this, by the way. Tucker Carlson did an amazing job uh, over at Fox on his show talking about this and, like, the fact that the president of the United States of America didn't know. I'm going to play part of this for you. It's incredible. We had a diplomatic incident last month, and a lot of Americans didn't even know what happened. The government of France did something they haven't done in hundreds of years. They recalled their ambassador to the United States. They also accused the United States of behaving in a manner that is, quote, unacceptable between allies and partners. No, it wasn't a cheese embargo that made the French mad. They were angry that the Biden administration agreed to provide nuclear power submarines to Australia. France had wanted to sell its own submarines, and the Biden administration effectively killed that deal. It hurt France, and they were mad about it. Now, we haven't had a problem with France this profound since, to be specific, 1798. John Adams was president then, and the interesting thing is he had no idea that we had a problem with France. It took months for words to reach him back in Washington that American and French diplomats were fighting with one another. By the time Adams learned about this diplomatic dispute, which became known as the XYZ affair, it was too late to stop it. A naval war, mostly fought in the Caribbean, broke out between the United States and France. So the lesson from that conflict was pretty simple. If you're going to run the United States, you have to be pretty aware of what the rest of the world is doing, particularly major world powers, particularly your allies. So with that in mind, John Kerry, the former Secretary of State, now our climate czar, was asked what happened here. And his response was really simple. Like John Adams, Joe Biden had no idea that the French were upset. Now, unlike John Adams, our current president has the benefit of cell phones and the Internet. But he still didn't know. Joe Biden didn't know because he's in mental decline. There are a lot of things he doesn't know, including when our allies are furious with us and start withdrawing their ambassadors. Now, I I want you to really think about what Tucker just laid out, okay? Saying exactly what I was saying from the very beginning. This is a present that is clearly cognitively declining rapidly. This is a present that is flat out dazed and confused. This is a president that has 24-hour connectability with the world, and the world has 24-hour connectability, 24-7 connectability with him. And John Kerry, who's former Secretary of State, right, you know, climate czar now, whatever the hell that means, is saying, hey, everybody calm down over in France, okay, you guys relax. He really didn't know there was an issue. Now, did he not know there was an issue because no one told him? Maybe. Maybe they just realized he couldn't handle that type of information or what to do with it. So is this guy even running the United States of America is the question. Like, while he's over in the old executive office building on a fake movie set of the White House when the White House is next door, who's in the Oval Office and who's running things? Because if this president doesn't know what's actually going on, is it because he's taking that many naps and he's not actually connected at all in any capacity with the world? Or is it because the guy's briefing him, no, he just can't handle the information they're giving him, or maybe they're giving them information and he's forgetting it. 
take your pick. Regardless, you have a president of the United States of America that I don't think is actually running the country right now. So Kerry was asked to explain all this by a French news channel. Why did the Biden administration cut France out of a nuclear submarine deal with Australia? And his response was amazing. He said Joe Biden did this because Joe Biden was completely unaware there was a problem in the first place. Watch this. And uh, President Biden asked me about it, and I told him and expressed. Uh, you told Joe Biden that it was not the right. He asked me. He said, what's the situation? And I explained exactly. Uh, he, was, he had not been aware of that. He... He, I want you to think about what this. You have one of our closest allies in France. We're working on this nuclear submarine deal. We cut them out of it. And literally, he had not been aware of what had transpired. That's an exact quote. So the White House has Biden hosting events from a set so he can keep his teleprompter because you can't have those in the Oval Office. Right? That's a real reason, by the way, if you want to know why there's the movie set. The movie set's really just been made so they can have the big teleprompters and the big screens up in the back room so he can read crap because it just looks awkward when you do that in the Oval. So they've made him a fake Oval to compensate for the cognitive decline of Joe Biden. And the White House has been hosting events from a set day after day instead of actually having the president of the Oval Office. And then when France is furious and pulling their ambassador, you have John Kerry, the climate czar, sitting down with the French TV, and his response about this is, well, Joe Biden literally had not been aware of what had transpired. So, so the president didn't know any of this was going on. Nope. Who said so? John Kerry. Little bit, literally had not been aware of what had transpired. Wow. When was the last time you heard someone from the U.S. government admit that the president was completely clueless? Quote, he literally had not been aware of what had transpired. Now, you're probably not shocked by that. Joe Biden was visibly confused throughout the entire presidential campaign. Here's one example. Good evening, Tampa. Thanks so much for tuning in. No man has a right to raise a hand to a woman in anger other than in self-defense, and that rarely ever occurs. And so we have to just change the culture, period, and keep punching at it and punching at it and punching at it. Play the radio. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over fact. That's my favorite, by the way. We choose truth over facts. Turn on your record player, folks. Turn in presidential debate. Turn on your radio. Turn your record player at night. What world are you living in, man? We don't even use CDs anymore. Turn on your record player. This is not FDR and fireside chats as much as I would love to go back to that time every once in a while. This is the President of the United States of America, which brings up the question, who is really in charge? Because it's clearly not him. What's going on in France? Don't know. What's happening with that? And why is he asking the climate czar to explain that to him? Because the climate czar would have nothing to do with a nuclear submarine. I also want you to think about that. Like, he's, he's calling John Kerry, who should have nothing to do with a nuclear submarine. He's the climate czar. And he's like, hey, man, I don't understand why them oh, oh, French people upset. Why are they mad with me? Now, I'm sure he's calling him because they're friends. They're both old, right? They've been around for 40 years in politics together. He's probably just calling his old buddy. Like, hey, man, help me out. I'm the president of the United States of America. I don't even know why France is mad. I'm not even sure what's going on with France. What's happening with France? What's going on with France? France is angry with me. 
This dude is not all with it, folks. Clearly, he's not all with it. Trying to be mean, as we've said many times, we feel sorry for Joe Biden. All of us hope to live to the age where we face those kinds of problems. And the truth is, voters knew what they were getting when they voted for Joe Biden. What's interesting is that now that he's in office, Biden's handlers are doing everything they can to prevent us from noticing that he's not really in charge. Take a look at the latest example. These are pictures of a fake White House set that the Biden administration has for some reason constructed across the street from the actual White House. It's in an auditorium at the Eisenhower Executive Office Building. Why go to the trouble? They already have a White House. Well, Stephen Miller spent the last four years in the White House as an advisor to Trump, and here's his explanation for it, because he would know. Quote, the reason Biden uses this bizarre virtual set for televised meetings and not an actual room like the East Room, the Cabinet, the Oval, the Roosevelt Sitroom, etc. There are a lot of rooms. The reason he does this is because it allows him to read a script directly from a face-on monitor and without teleprompter glass that can be seen on camera. Oh. Now, we can't verify that that's true, but it certainly sounds right. Joe Biden can't speak from the Oval Office because he's not sure what to say, so he has to read it all here. Again, there's no other reason why you would be doing this in EOB. Now, if they were doing, like, construction, okay, that'd be a reason. Like, hey, we're remodeling the Oval Office. Right? There's a fire that happened in the Oval Office, and we're having to clean it up. Okay? Something like that. He's doing this because they can't get enough big teleprompters, right? Maybe the teleprompters are just, he can't read them, so there's a big flat-screen TV, like a 70-inch. And he's like, I can read that. And then the cameras won't catch it. So we built a fake White House with a bunch of lights where the reporters go so the president can sit there and he can talk. Or let me say that differently. So we can tell him what to say. Because that's now what we're doing. This is what the president's doing. And by the way, if you want to know what else is happening, he's getting busted by everybody just lying and making crap up about so many different things. Okay, just want to be want to be clear. All right, it, the, the the number of lies that are coming out of things that he has said that we're now finding are just not true. One of them was, and and Donald Trump tonight just owned him. Thank goodness he did. He went on Fox and he was asked about Afghanistan. He was asked about Bagram Air Base. Remember the White House has been doubling and tripling down, saying, "Well, Trump was going to close Bagram." We now know that's not true. Military leaders have said it. People in the CIA have said that's not true. In fact, the plan was very clear from Donald Trump that we were going to keep a fighting force in Afghanistan. Small, but significant. Because we needed it there to not only monitor the terrorist activities, but to actually kind of help out with the Afghan military so they wouldn't crumble like they did. And we weren't going to give up strategically Bagram Air Base because we knew that would be a disaster and we needed that there for other parts of the world, to be honest with you. And so Donald Trump was asked about this in this interview. Like, hey, man, like, what was what's going to happen with Bagram? He's like, I'll tell you. That's crap. We were never going to close it. And they also understood we were getting out and they had conditions. They didn't fulfill those conditions. So we hit them hard and we stayed longer. And we were getting ready to move. And I said, I want every bolt. I want every nail. I want every screw. I want the, ta- you know, those buildings, those beautiful 
canvas buildings that we build as hangars. I want the buildings taken out. I want the canvas. I want the airplanes. I want the tanks. I want every single piece of equipment we have. And then we were going to bomb five airfields, and we were going to keep Bagram because it's right next to China. In fact, it's right next to their, very close to their nuclear facility. It would have been great to keep it. It cost $10 billion to build it. And we left with the lights on. They left the lights on. They left the dogs there. They didn't destroy the equipment. They didn't take the equipment out. They said they destroyed some equipment because they were so embarrassed that they left without the equipment. $85 billion. Nobody knows what that is. $85 billion worth of equipment. The entire budget, military budget of Russia for a year is $50 billion. And we left $85 billion worth of equipment in the hands of the Taliban. So so here's my – so you – It's amazing. I mean, you hear the president talk about this. It's very clear that Biden has been lying about all this, right? He he just has. We we know that now. But I'm not sure he even knows what he's lying about anymore. I'm not even sure he knows what's going on anymore. I, I, I mean, it's just, I'm not even sure. What I do know is Biden's not all there, okay? I don't think anybody knows what's happening. Biden is whispering and repeated something today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Clam comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. 
Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Another example. He's in Illinois talking about vaccines. And 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 he gets into this weird, creepy whispering and repeats this claim that Fox News has a vaccine mandate when they don't. And, and people are like, what do you, how does this even have to do with Fox News? This I always get a kick out of. Fox News. <laughs> Fox News requires vaccinations for all employees. Give me a break. Fox News. Yeah. Fox News. Fox News. Just whisper it. Dude, it's weird. Okay, it's not normal. I'm going to play you one last thing, and I hope everyone you're listening right now will please hit the share button. I I, I really want you to hear, okay? This is important, and I hope all of you will share this with your family, with your friends, share it on social media, okay? I'm going to actually, I take it back. I'm going to play a couple of different things for you. Number one, I'm going to play for you Biden, and this was today, unable to read the names and ends up spelling it out from a teleprompter of some of the guests that were with him in Elk Grove Village, Illinois. This is live on CNN. This is what they were covering. Take a listen. This is a busman's holiday for them. They have to come here and another politician speak. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not a joke, folks. I appreciate it. I genuinely appreciate it. I appreciate it. And, uh, and I know they wanted to be here, uh, but uh, there's others who are in Washington who can't be here. Dick Durbin and Tammy... I've both spoken to, they, they're in Washington and hopefully, hopefully be voting soon. And also, we've got state leadership here. Lieutenant Governor Julius here, Stratton, and the Ohio, Pennsylvania, the Ohio, Pennsylvania, I'm from Pennsylvania. The, the, the Illinois president uh, of the, uh, Don Harmon. State- and by the way, this is all on a teleprompter and he still can't even read this thing. Everything right now, he's looking at, at, at a screen, y'all, and he can't even get it right. Can't even get the states right. Uh, Pennsylvania, oh, that's me. Yeah, I'm, a from, I'm from Pennsylvania. Our adversaries are watching this and dying laughing. Watch what China keeps doing. They're going to take advantage of us because they know this guy can't handle it. China is going to do whatever they probably want to do with Taiwan. They're probably escalating it faster than they thought before because they see an opportunity. You think this guy's going to stop you? Come on. This guy can't even figure out if he's in Illinois or Pennsylvania. State Senator Laura Murphy, State Rep. Uh, um, Martin Mo- uh, Mo- Moylan, and uh, we got great labor leaders here, too. Tim, where's Tim? There you go, Tim. Thank you. Thank you, pal. AFL-CIO State President. And Jeff Isaacson, United Brotherhood of Carpenters. You've, and uh, Don Finn, IBW. Uh, and, uh, and Robert Ryder. Reader, reader, R-E-I-T-E-R, re Chicago Federation of Labor. He just spelled out the guy's name. Did you notice that? Like, I botched names before. I've never spelled them out afterwards. He's closing his eyes like he's having to focus, like he's taking an ACTSAT test. Like, he's, he's sitting there at his dissertation. He got something wrong. He literally can't even get the guy's name right, so he write, he reads it out. Let, let, let me go over to writer Ritter's name again. Okay, listen. This is real life with a teleprompter. And Outgrove Village, Illinois. Uh, and, uh, and Robert Reiter, Reiter, R-E-I-T-E-R, Reiter, Chicago Federation of Labor. And folks, uh, that's how we beat COVID-19, by working together. 
We have an expression in that little town of Claymont I was from. Uh, you all brung me to the dance, Labor. You're the, you're the reason I'm standing here. Not a joke. Not a joke. I got look and I was 29 years old to the United States Senate. 17 days before I was eligible to be sworn in. I had to wait around to be sworn in. Not a joke as well. Everybody in the room, by the way, is like, what the hell is this guy talking about? He's now reading a teleprompter trying to figure out a guy's name. Biden also got the telephone mixed up with the television. This happened just today as well. Same press conference, Elk Grove Village, Illinois. To more businesses joining that effort. And for folks who haven't gotten vaccinated, get it done. Do the right thing. It can save your life. It can save the lives of those around you. You know, if I can digress for just a second. Last night I was on the television. On television, I was on the telephone with uh, a person at an emergency hospital ward in Pennsylvania. This is not normal, folks. This this guy's struggling because he gets off script. Okay. And when he gets off script, he has no idea what he's saying. I'm, I'm on the I'm on the television last night. I no, I mean on the te- tele on that. What's that other thing called? Tele- like this is not normal. The president of the United States of America knows, should be able to know the difference between a television and a telephone, and you shouldn't have to close your eyes and think about it and use excruciating amount of 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 mind power to get you there. And yet, this is the president all in the same press conference. You know, if I can digress for just a second, last night I was on the television. On television, I was on the telephone with uh, a person at an emergency hospital ward in Pennsylvania because a good friend had called and he had rushed his significant other to the emergency room. Uh, No one knows where he's going with these stories. Does it even matter at this point? Television, telephone, very big difference. He had another story, by the way. Uh, a, a meandering story about his grandfather who worked in a coal mine that I'm still trying to figure out what the hell he was talking about. Look, uh, Jerry, every company uh, needs people like you, every single one. Someone who knows uh, what my dad taught me, and a lot of people who know me well, including the uh, governor's sister who I worked closely with for eight years. My dad used to have an expression. He used to say, everyone's entitled to be treated with dignity. And Joey, a job's a hell of a lot more than about a paycheck. It's about your dignity. It's about your place in the community. It's about being able to look your kid in the eye and say, honey, everything's going to be okay. That's the God's truth. He said, every t- ever since he lost, things went south in Scranton, Pennsylvania when I was a kid and coal shut down. My dad was not a coal miner. I had a great grandfather who was a coal miner engineer, but... You know, he, he was a salesperson. Everything, we moved down to Wilmington, Delaware, a little town called Claymont, a little steel town. There's no steel anymore, but right on the border of Pennsylvania. And uh, it was always about the dignity of work. And what you've been doing here about this pandemic is about protecting the dignity, the dignity of your fellow Americans. You know, uh, you stayed in an operations mode, lining up protective equipment for the rest of the country. Do you know what he's talking about? Because he doesn't know what he's talking about. This is all in one day, the stuff I just played for you. Like, this man is losing his mind. And and it's in real time. Same guy that was speaking with the UK's Boris Johnson. And 
fell asleep, and then the White House was angry. How dare you say he fell asleep? Like, when is this guy going to take a cognitive test? At, at what point does this happen? When does that happen? Oh, and if the White House, you thought they were having a bad day? <laughs> they were having more than a bad day. Jen Psaki was asked about Biden, had no idea the French were upset about the submarine deal, just and asked John Kerry, what, what's wrong? What's going on? Hey, why are they mad at me over there in France? White House had a hell of a time trying to figure out how to respond to that one. You said this this president's first love is foreign policy. So why doesn't he know about these things in real time? Of course he knew about the French being displeased. About, let me finish. Literally had not been Peter, aware. I would encourage you to ask John Kerry specifically about the context of his comments. I, I love this. I, like, like somehow you're taking him out of context. We have the interview. He, he actually said he literally had no idea. There was an issue. I love it. She's like, let me finish. Like, you're, you're, you're just making crap up, woman. The French being displeased. About, let me finish. Literally had not been aware. Peter, I would encourage Literally you had not here. been aware. Joe Biden had not been aware the French were pissed to the point they were pulling their ambassadors and then calls the climate czar to find out, like, what the hell's going on. Very specifically about the context of his comments. The president and, John, and, and the former secretary are also good friends. Uh, he relies on his counsel, uh, and as he does with many members of his national security team, but that certainly is not what he was intending to convey. Intending uh, to convey? I love it. it. It's not what he was intending to convey. Okay. So, so we need to ask John Kerry again about the context. So, so explain it to me, John Kerry. Look, Joe Biden had no idea the French were mad about the submarine deal with Australia. Okay. Thanks for the context, John Kerry. You're welcome. At least he's being honest with us. I'll have more on this tomorrow. Please make sure you share this podcast with your family and friends. Thank you for listening. And we'll keep watching the demise of this president in real time. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.